Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today, a show that Still can't be around one another. Nope. Just can't stand one another. That we're, that's really that's the trip. problem. I mean, we will be doing this even if we weren't like in order to do so. Yeah. Um, my name is Greg Stepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there in her um i I, like penthouse regular house is the duchess of york ashley pickle howdy 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 i'm just saying that you like we're talking about a, a television celebrity like yourself out living with a guy who is a (laughs) chopper cameraman and god knows who else lives in that place (laughs) and so i just imagine the rent is like we're talking tens of thousands a month yes because my salary from dave campbell's texas football completely supports that well look i'm just you know (laughs) don't tell people but it's you know we've been doing okay financially i'm just saying um today oh i'm sorry do we have first four through the door we sure do you remembered uh it is ed McElroy, matthew mcspadden meese and william dyson welcome in guys welcome in folks welcome in today is monday march 23rd 2020 248 days until thanksgiving episode 926 926 rafael palmero's ops in 1993 on today's show friends we're <coughs> oh my gosh oh well, no corona Corona, shut it down. Wash your you, hands. Leave I it go. Wash you, your it's hands. Just, <laughs> it's just dry throat. But here we go. Here's what I'm going to do. Kablam. Oh, Kablam. We practice safety here on uh, Texas. You love to day. see it. You love You'll to see love it. to see it. <laughs> okay. On today's show, friends. That smells just ugh. Um, smells like safety. On today's show, <laughs> we are going to smells like safety. We are going to uh, discuss a piece that went up on TexasFootball.com um, 
today, uh, the Texas football fan survival guide. And then back half of the show uh, earlier today, I had a great conversation uh, with the head coach of the Fort Worth Nolan Vikings, Coach David Bowden. We talked about his team and their remarkable 2019 and what promises to be a really, really intriguing 2020 squad. But but I also asked him about what life is like right now and how he's staying connected to his kids and, and all that fun stuff. And um, uh, it, it was a lot of great insights into what a lot of Texas high school football coaches, I'm sure, are going through right now and how they're trying to to manage this situation. And so um, we will hear from Coach Bowden coming up here in the back half of the program. Before we get to that, though, I feel like I need to start with a little story time. Here we go. So I don't even remember what day this was. I guess it was Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Thursday night, I think. Um, maybe it was Friday night. I don't remember. I, days have no meaning days at this point. Days are running together. Um, I, um, I got a text from a buddy. This is late at night. It's about 10, 1030. I'm still working on magazine stuff. And I get a text from a buddy that says, hey, there's live sports on right now. And I'll be honest, I didn't believe him because I'm like, no, that's that is in fact impossible. Not there are works. no live sports right now. That's not how that works at all. I'm sure he was either a playing a prank on me mm-hmm. because he knows that I would fall for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not only gullible but also sports starved. <laughs> or B, he was mistaking a replay Play. for live. Right. And and, and then so I, I thought, okay, that's fine. But he said, no, go to FS1 right now and you will find live sports. And so I take my remote, flip on my little Michael Scott flat screen television. <laughs> and sure enough, there it is. Australian rules football live on FS1 happening in an empty stadium. In an empty stadium. There's nothing going on. And so, oh my gosh, this is amazing. There's live sports on. There is one small problem, which is I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Right. Um, And and, and this, this, uh, uh, if you've never seen Australian rules football, I did some research on it and I learned some of the game. First of all, it seems awesome. Well, yeah. Um, it really does seem what, what it is, is it, it, okay. It almost seems like a much more wide open version of rugby mm-hmm. rugby. And especially in rugby, when they play, um, when they play the, the, the full squad rugby, mm-hmm. um, it, tends to be kind of a slog it tends to be kind of plotting and and the pace is not really there this is instead dudes running and kicking and 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 knocking each other out and jumping and and like craziness back and forth back and forth um and so i i tweet about this and i'm like guys there is live sports on right now it's australian rules football um it's the afl (laughs) And, and a Homer Simpson uh, uh, meme, because of course, right? Like you guys have met me. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's, very that's, that's how I view the world. I view the world through a yellow prism, you know? <laughs> and so I tweet that. And it gets picked up by, by some people and they start retweeting it and things like that. And basically because, um, you know, I think because most people are like, oh, wow, hey, look, there is live sports on. So it's, it kind of gets picked up. It goes, uh, it's it's unfair to call it viral. It, 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 it was not that far. It was simply. Yeah. It, it, had a, it had good numbers. Uh, it was retweeted a fair amount. It got shared a decent amount. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, go to bed. Wake up the next morning, and the entire country of Australia is in my mentions, <laughs> and they are um, they're very pleased. Uh, first of all, Australians apparently are the most polite people in the world. Well, yeah. Um, but they were like, hey, welcome aboard, mate. Uh, we are really pleased to have you on. I'm glad you've I'm glad you've um, I'm glad you've discovered this sport. Uh, blah blah blah. So it turns out that my tweet got picked up by the official league, the AFL, and posted on their website. On their website. <laughs> yes, um, posted on their website, and so that's why I'm getting all these mentions and all these tweets. Um, so it's 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 great. Hey, it's a good time. Blah blah blah. All this fun stuff. Um, and and I was like, okay, that's 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 really cool. I'm, I'm glad. We were able to do this. I've got a fun story. Hey, by the way, I'm on the Australian, you know, the AFL's website. Mm-hmm. So um, then, of course, the, the next the next night, uh, I guess this was Friday night, maybe or maybe it was Saturday night. One of the, one of the nights. Um, there's more AFL on. And I'm like, ha Locked it's in. Back. <laughs> All right. I am in. I am in with this. And so I turn on the TV and I'm watching AFL. I'm, I, I have a little bit more of a grasp of what's going on. It's still a lot, but I have a better grasp of what's going on. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. That in all those mentions, one of them was from the Sydney Swans, the the team in Sydney. And they said, hey, welcome aboard and so, of course, I become a Sydney Swans fan. And then they send me, like, a digital jersey with my name on it. Name on it, yeah. Yes. And they're like, here you go. You're one of us now. I'm like, this is crazy. Okay. So then it gets even sillier. Because then on Saturday, I get a DM. <laughs> I get a direct message from a gentleman. Let me make sure I get his name. A gentleman whose name is – where'd you go, buddy? Um, oh, his name's Trent. Um, and he says, hey, mate, uh, saw you were enjoying the footy. I'm not reading this. I'm just – I'm. this is – I saw you were enjoying the footy. I'm a producer on a sports talk radio show here in Melbourne. Would you like to be on? And you typed back – Heck yes. <laughs> to which there's only one response. Duh. Which is like, uh-huh. Of course I do. <laughs> and that is how on drive time um, or on, on, on morning drive radio in Melbourne on, on their Monday morning, our Sunday afternoon, I was on with Gary and Tim and um, had a great chat. 
they they were so apparently these two guys gary and tim they run like the 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 they call it the breakfast show or something like that um and they are apparently like footy like legends like one of them's a hall of famer oh wow and so from what i can gather from what i can gather this would be the equivalent of like if i went on a football show with like boomer esiason and yeah. then, like, another, like, really good player, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, but we had a great chat, and they did not make fun of me too much good. for not knowing good. anything about the, the game. Although I did have some questions, like, why don't they just keep running? Um, <laughs> but it was great. I should also tell you that in the middle of that game I was watching on Saturday night, uh, the league got canceled. Canceled. Yep. <laughs> so the season, yeah, they had a commissioner at, at halftime of the first game. The commissioner had a press conference and said, we're going to finish this game, and then we're going to uh, move out. So um, I've made some Australian friends. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. And have them uh, on TFT. It's, it's one of the – look, I'm down. I'm like, down for, for like Zoom an appearance universal. If we can have Gary and Tim on. Yeah. They, uh, they seem like really nice guys. Um, and, and yeah, so maybe, maybe we will, maybe we'll, this will be, end up being a cultural exchange show. Um, uh, but, Tony but, yeah. just, uh, put the link to your radio presence on, uh, in the Facebook comments. Yeah. So if anyone wants to go back and listen to it, I tried not to embarrass America. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I that was you. my Aussie, that was my Aussie adventure. Uh, and so I made some friends in Australia. Uh, they seem awesome. And so uh, I'm sorry that I apparently canceled the season by becoming a fan. Uh, there is, by the way, if you th- there still is some sports going on, and I tweeted a couple times that the Korean baseball league mm-hmm. is having like intra squad scrimmages. <laughs> and so <laughs> if you're, if you're just desperate, desperate <laughs> um, then then we've got something for you. Okay, that was my Aussie experience, or my Aussie adventure. Um. Want to talk a little bit about something we've got up on TexasFootball.com. If you go to TexasFootball.com right now, you will find the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Fan Survival Kit. Uh, The Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew got together and figured out, you know what? There are going to be some desperate people. There are going to be some people who... Who needs something to do exactly right. And so we came up with a survival kit and a way for you to survive the long, arduous, uh, uh, you know, not only off season, but so that's what I was saying is this is bad enough. Like the off season is bad enough and hard to get through without having to be stuck at home. Uh, And this is making it even worse. Right. And so, like, normally I could be like, I just watch baseball. You know, yeah. it's not the same, but it's sports. Um, but we have put together uh, a number of things for you, the football fan, to survive over the next however long this lasts. <laughs> First of all, I wrote about reliving classic games. And I know that there are some people who cannot watch old games. I'm actually tweeting a day, a game a day on my, on my Twitter at Tepper. Um, I'm calling it the Texas High School Football pandemic theater um but what i did was i went through and i put together a a a youtube playlist 
There are 191 games and counting, and I promise you there are way more on there that I missed. I promise. Um, but we have 191 games on there that you can watch, high school games, college games. Uh, I even highlighted five of them that you should check out, including Argyle Fairfield 2013. Uh, if you want to watch Johnny Manziel do terrible things to San Antonio Madison, you can watch that. Uh, A&M LSU is on there, the 2018 seven overtime game. Uh, Texas USC, uh, the 2005 national championship game. And then also I, I highlighted A&M Commerce versus West Florida, the 2017 Division II national championship game where A&M Commerce wins the national championship. Definitely worth your time there. So you can do that. Um, Shahan J. Raja wrote about that you can refine your um, your schematic uh, X's and O's knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he did was he went through on YouTube and found a ton of uh, not only on YouTube, but a lot of different places have a lot of ways to break down scheme and break down um, uh, what, you know, how to watch football from as a coach, like the, as coaches watch it, how to analyze football. You can right. do that, including uh, their stuff from Jimbo Fisher, Dave Aranda, Mike Leach, Bud Wilkinson, Tom Herman, um, Mike Bloomgren, uh, all a lot of good stuff, plus stuff from guys like Ian Boyd and Chris Brown, B. Brown, who are really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Shahan wrote about that. Steph wrote about taking a deep dive into the Texas football archives. That's a, that's a Matt Step pet project. <laughs> um, he loves looking through there and finding um, crazy, you know, people you would never believe were, were in there, including there is a photo of Stone Cold Steve Austin in one of the, one of the editions of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Well, and that's one of those things, um, even if you look at what Step, yes, even if you look at what Step wrote, like literally if you just spent all day going through the archives, you would fill up a lot of days. So, like, that's the cool part about that one mm-hmm. is that's the gift that gets, that just keeps on giving. Uh, Powers wrote about becoming a recruiting guru. You can find out how to become uh, better uh, acquainted with uh, with recruiting and how to kind of get into that. Pickle, you wrote about revisiting some of Texas football's greatest hits. That is a huge list of things that we've done uh, over the past years um, that we – there. I mean, there's enough there to keep you busy for months oh, yeah. right there. A lot. There were – a dozen stories that we put on there and then a ton of YouTube videos too. And obviously like go to our YouTube page. There are so many old interviews and all that stuff to watch that are fun. So that'll keep you busy for hours. William Wilkerson wrote about catching up on some football reading. He recommended a number of fantastic books, some of which I have not read. Um, I, I, I probably need to read uh, Gordon Wood's autobiography, coach of the century. Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, so Anyway, uh, we recommend some books. And then uh, our resident um, movie guru, Ishmael Johnson, uh, recommended some football movies to stream and also some movies to avoid. Um, and he made sure to, uh, to, to name check some movies that are not worth your day or well, not worth your time. And then, of course, there. some movies. Uh, no, it's not. It's not on there. <laughs> but then he recommends a number of fantastic movies and where to watch them. And so uh, you can find this at texasfootball.com. It's the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Texas Football Fan Survival Kit. We want you to survive this pandemic, and we want you to stay engaged with football. Uh, so we wanted to make this as easy, a one-stop shop for all things football uh, during this very odd time. So check that out on texasfootball.com. Check it out. 
We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash Insider. During this weird time, we know that you guys need something to distract you. Yep. We've had multiple conversations in the staff about this. And as a result, we want to give you a ton of great stuff. We want to give you content. We want to give you podcasts. We want to give you videos. We want to give you all this fun stuff. Uh, if you want access to all of it and you want to support what we're doing, mm-hmm. become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, a Texas Football Accomplished Insider. You also get two magazines, years worth of exclusive online content. Uh, you pay pickle salary. Um, helps. It would be very helpful. That. <laughs> it would be very and nice to become a Dave Campbell's Texas you. Football Insider. We're and um, I know that – I know. Uh, be, yeah, we will mail a magazine to you early. So if you need the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, we'll mail it to you early. The other thing I'll say is um, I know that this is a time when people are, are, are tightening their belts, right, financially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a pretty good value proposition, in my opinion. I think that it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty um, – it's pretty – cheap is the wrong word. Uh, but it is pretty affordable, I would say. So consider it if you have the means. Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, Texas Football Accomplished Insider. A little bit earlier today, uh, I had the great pleasure of having a conversation with the head coach of the Fort Worth Nolan Vikings, Coach David Bowden. Uh, Nolan had a fantastic year last year, ran uh, the regular season undefeated, finished the year 11-1. and A fantastic year. We talked about his team, but also about how he's handling uh, and he he and his crew are handling the um, the current situation. Uh, it's great insights into what Texas high school ball coaches are thinking and doing these days. Uh, here's our conversation with Fort Worth Nolan head coach David Bowden here on Texas Football Today. It's strange times for everybody in uh, across the world, and and really most especially Texas high school football coaches. Uh, they're not used to to being at home. This is a busy time for them, and so we are pleased to be joined. Uh, by the head coach of uh, the Fort Worth Nolan Vikings. We're joined by Coach David Bowden. Coach, how are you? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for asking and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, I guess first and foremost, the most important question is, is how are you and your family? How are, how are you guys doing? We're, we're all doing well. We're, we're hunkered down and, and trying to do our part. But uh, I know we were just talking, I've got a 16-year-old, uh, 16-month-old uh, who who is running the house, and uh, we're at her beck and call right now. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, honestly, and it, it gives me some time with her that I otherwise wouldn't have. So I'm just trying to to cherish that, but uh, also just trying to survive. You know, and, and obviously you're 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 a husband and a, and a dad, but then you're also a guy who who plays a key role in a lot of your your players' lives and, and things like that. As as pretty much every Texas high school football coach does, that you know, play calling is about one percent of your job. Um, I'm interested in, in how you've been able to uh, to communicate with your guys, what you got, what you've been telling them, what's your relationship with them like uh, these days. Sure. So we're actually, um, con- as a staff, t- you know, constantly uh, texting and messaging each other, trying to find ways um, uh, to engage with these guys. Because I think um, 
you know, we all know, and it, it, I think it goes without saying that that the most we know what the most important thing is right now, right? And everyone's staying healthy and, and safe, and, and, and especially the, the most vulnerable, and keeping them arms, out of harm's way. Um, that's understood. But at the same time, you know, the, this team and, and and high school football here in Texas are really important to these guys, and, and that shouldn't be missed. And so we want to make sure that you know, we work so hard throughout the year on culture. It's such a buzz word and term uh, that all of our coaches, you know, coaches, all those coaches use. But honestly, we got to make sure that we're still cultivating that and that we're working on that daily. And, and sure, it looks a little different. Um, and so we, we, you know, today, um, in fact, we're reaching out to every single player. All the offensive coaches are calling the offensive guys and defensive guys uh, the same. And um, want to make sure that we reach out and, and find out first and foremost, are they OK? Are their families doing all right? Um, are they having any academic um, issues or, or communication issues with with teachers, um, you know, making sure, you know, food and things like that, they're, they're all set uh, to go. Or if they have any other issues, we just want to be able to continue to connect with them. Uh, we also have uh, meetings through uh, this platform, actually, we're using Zoom um, to have um, meetings for installation and football. Um, and then it gives us some on time as well to do some optional things like you know we had a db coach uh, coach badness the other day uh just say hey this is how how we watch film right i'm not sure we would have that time to just do a one-hour presentation on how to watch film and, and so there are some some benefits and some things that uh with the extra time that we're able to do um in addition our, our strength coach you know, kj williams uh puts out you know, daily workouts the guys have a, a, an app uh, through volt they, they can go right along on their phones. So that's put out every week, and, and then we'll put a print form email out to the guys as well, um, along with position meetings. And then we have daily challenges that they're they're uh, doing and, and sharing on social media. So still ways to bond and connect as a team I think is really important. Um, and we're, we're open to ideas and, and trying to get feedback from, from our players um, to, to try and keep that going and do new and creative things every day um, so they can stay engaged and, and still feel a real part of the team. And so I guess it's it's probably fair to say that even though you guys can't be in the same room together, it sounds like to me that like football offseason, yeah, it's different, but it hasn't it hasn't really stopped for you guys. No, and it can't. I mean, it, you know, we, we've got to be able to, to, to plow forward. And it's not about putting football or any of that stuff in front of, um, you know, the most important stuff or, or prioritizing. But it, it's, again, it's important to these kids. And so if it's important to these kids, we got to find ways to uh, to connect with them and for them to continue to, to have some sense of normalcy. So, um, so yeah, it looks completely different, but um, the, we're, we're trudging ahead and, and just trying to figure out uh, what this is going to look like for us here in the coming months. Um, but, you know, certainly not going to kick our feet up. That's not going to help anybody um, during this time. And, and I think just even just for our own, since we're all kind of, just in, in, in home houses and in, in that, that cabin fever, um, it's important to work out. It's important to, to get some fresh air. Um, you know, I, yeah, no social distancing is the, uh, the thing we've all got to do, but you can still do that and still get outside in your own neighborhoods and, and uh, get some work in and, and, uh, and connect with your teammates virtually. We're talking with David Bowden, the head coach of the Fort Worth Nolan Vikings here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Coach, um, I want to talk a little bit about your Vikings last year. A remarkable year. Uh, you guys run through the regular season uh, undefeated, finish up 11-1. Uh, and one. Um, I'm interested in knowing, was there a time or, or maybe it was before the season or during the season, was there a moment that you realized, okay, maybe, maybe we've got something special here. Maybe we've got something cooking. 
Um, you, you know, it took me a while. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, and it's not a, a knock on our guys. We were just we were just so young that it was hard for me to see early on. Um, you know, which is encouraging for this coming year. Um, but uh, the seniors that we had did an amazing job. Just didn't have many of them, um, and, and so that's always tough uh, early on. But honestly, the the, the guys were where I. I think just early on, the one thing I think I did see and could, could hang our hat on was uh, their consistency and their approach to preparation, um, you know, week in and week out. It was just uh, they knew what they had to do on Monday, Tuesday, and, and so on, and uh, and they stuck with that. And so I, I thought that was really encouraging. Um, and, you know, obviously we didn't, didn't finish the way we wanted it to, uh, but I'm, I'm highly encouraged by what I saw, especially in our, in our young guys. Um, and again, our seniors did an amazing job. I just wish there was more of them. I, uh, I think it would have been a different result. But uh, uh, so that you know, that was really there was really no one moment. Um, you know, I thought, hey, we, we got this. Honestly, early on, I thought uh, we might struggle out the gate, as you do sometimes with young teams. Um, it was a pleasant surprise to see um, how well they played, and and uh, shouldn't have surprised me because I think the one thing I, I can say about this team last year was how close they were. And I, I think if you've got that going, uh, I think a lot of times that's highly underrated. And uh, and so they would just, you know, hang out with each other and do things outside of football constantly, um, which for us, you know, as a, as a uh, private school, uh, we got guys coming from up over, sometimes over an hour away, uh, up to an hour away. Um, that's not always easy, right? It's not the same group that grew up with each other uh, necessarily from uh, first grade all the way through. And so, um, it really impressed by how those get guys came together. And, and so we're back at it again. And we've got to do it a little differently through a, a computer screen a lot of times, but uh, we'll find a way to get it done. You know, one of the guys that I know is, is probably the, the name that people may know from, uh, from, from your squad is a Mecca, uh, Megua. Uh, this is a guy who uh, as a sophomore was just sensational an all state guy uh, there. He's already, He's not a secret anymore. He's got offers from pretty much everybody, including, you know, the Baylors and the, the Alabamas of the world. Um, uh, you know, but you're the guy who gets to see him every day in practice. I can look at the stats and I can look at the offers and I can tell you he's pretty good. Uh, what is it about a Mecca Megua that, that makes him special? Well, I think his intelligence, honestly, he is uh, super bright. Um, and and I'll, I'll say two things outside of his, obviously, his physical skill set, which speaks for itself. I think, uh, one, how, how cerebral he is. Uh, there was an example as a freshman, um, you know, we made a correction and the very next play he's fixed it. And uh, he did some things in pass protection that when I coached in college, frankly, I, I couldn't do it freshman in, in college. And, and so uh, for him, his understanding and his role in, in pass protection, uh, for example, really tough thing for a young running back to uh, to, to comprehend. And he picked it up right away. And, um, you know, and, and so that's when I first realized how, how smart and bright he really is. Um, and then the second thing is his his love for his teammates. And so early on, we were fortunate enough to be up on on you know so many opponents. And so you know, we had our, our third, fourth running back in there, and he is toes to the sideline. He's just going bonkers for his teammates and on the sidelines, and, and you know just just so excited for him. And and I, I compliment compliment on that after the first game uh, of the year. And he didn't really think anything of it. It's just who he is, and and I, I, I you know, I wanted to share with him how how big that was as, as a you know guy who has all those accolades. Um, to be excited and celebrate success with your teammates is a really big deal, and and it's a reason you know for for our team success. So um, he's a, he's a special kid. 
and, and then finally, I want to look forward to, to 2020. You know, this is a this is a team that you mentioned last year was remarkably young. Uh, just a, a lot of underclassmen playing really key roles for you guys. You guys are going to bring back a fair amount of your squad, and I think there may be a, a tendency to to think that that's going to result in in just kind of the same looking team. Uh, how do you think this team in 2020 may be different from the 2019 Vikings? Well, I think first of all, our, our schedule, um, you know, we, we, uh, we open up Argyle High School in the mm-hmm. Tom Landry Classic at, at Allen. Um, obviously, we all know what uh, that school and what Coach Rogers does with those guys. Guys, it's phenomenal. Uh, so that'll present, it's actually uh, where uh, uh, Talia Tunga Baloa plays, uh, played high school. Um, and uh, so they're going to play us on a Friday and on Saturday. Uh, they'll watch Alabama and they'll watch him uh, in Arlington versus USC, which is pretty neat. And then uh, we go to Red Oak in week three. Um, and then uh, we open up district after that, which is uh, they've combined our district up north now. So it's a bear and it's a buzz all the way through. So um, really just, you know, the, the challenge ahead of us is, is tremendous. Um, we're excited about it. Um, but, I, I, you know, every team's different. I know it's cliche, but it's so true. Um, the makeup of your team, the culture of your team. So that's why it's so important now to make sure that we're connecting with our guys and, and they still have the same love for each other um, as, as this last team did. I think that's really important. Um, and, and so we'll see. We're, we're at the early stages, but a lot of work to do. Um, but I'm fired up for the guys we have. Again, not just a bunch of talented guys, but um, guys that are just really good kids, high-character guys. Um, so really excited about uh, this coming year uh, for those reasons. He's David Bowden. He's the head coach of the Fort Worth Nolan Vikings. Follow him on Twitter, at Coach Bowden. It's B-E-A-U-D-I-N. It's got that little little, little Cajun to it. That's right. To, you know, I'm not right. Cajun, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations again on a fantastic uh, 2019. Uh, stay safe, and we'll be talking to you down the road. You stay safe as well, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say uh, how appreciative of, of the things that all that you guys do um, for for our high school kids here in Texas. Uh, it's really awesome. So thank you very much. Stay safe. There he is, David Bowden, the head coach of the Fort Worth Nolan Vikings. Um, joined us a little bit. Joined me a little bit earlier today. A great conversation with him, and and yeah, trying to balance. Um, you know, obviously we want a sense of normalcy and, and I want to ask him about his team because I'm super interested in, in, in Fort Nolan. They were fantastic last year. They they figure to be really, really solid again in 2020. Uh, but yeah, there's there's also bigger things uh, to talk about. And so as a result, um, we are, um, you know, want to make sure we got a little bit of that in there as, in there as well. And so uh, I, a great conversation with him. Really appreciate his time a little bit earlier today uh, talking about uh, the current circumstances as well as his outstanding uh, football program uh, figures to be great in 2020. So uh, appreciate him. And with that, we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Well, do we want to talk about the news that just came through about what is postponed? Which was the Olympics have officially been postponed. So, yeah, well, I don't know if it's a, uh, so I don't know if it's official Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but um, there is a there, there is a uh, a member of the International Olympic Committee is now on the record saying they're going to be postponed to 2021, yeah. um, which uh, not a surprise. Right. I mean, it sounds like what happened is that uh, and I figured this is what was going to be the case is that countries were going to start saying we're not sending our people. 
Right, and we had yeah, that's what we had talked about. Is it was like, will the Olympics actually make the statement, or will it just get to the point where well, there's no countries coming, so we can't right. have it. And so it sounds like, from what I understand, it sounds like uh, Canada and then uh, my second favorite country, Australia, um, they <laughs> both said we're not going to send our athletes to the Olympics. And, yeah. and then that kind of put pressure on the, the IOC. And then at that point, it sounds like there will be no Olympics this summer, um, which is a bit of a bummer because there were a couple of sports I was really – I'm always excited about the Olympics and the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. Soccer, I think, obviously. Um, they were going to – this was the first year for um, – uh rugby sevens mm-hmm. and rugby sevens if you've never seen it is awesome um yes. and i was really excited to see that but you know heart, uh obviously hurts. more important things going on my heart hurts more for the athletes just because like they, you've already got to wait once every four years to be able to do this and like you have like a yeah. certain training thing that you start on you know for that like i mean it's one thing obviously for the nba or that like where you're playing games every single year but to wait for that one moment four years like that sucks (laughs) it does it does and also like uh the olympics are in tokyo and um i think i've mentioned this to you before my number one travel goal is japan yeah um i am super interested in 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 that and so um yeah, all those people were going to get to go to Japan as well, which would have been even a nice more fun. now that you know that you could probably find a baby metal concert to go to. Is there J-pop? Look, right? there's a lot of advantages to to, <laughs> to Tokyo. A lot of advantages. Uh, uh, do we have any other final thoughts? Or are we done? Y- yeah, no. Uh, Ed McElroy put this uh, a question in the comments. I don't think anyone answered it, but I want to see if you know. He said, "From the archives, what former Super Bowl star was the single season all-time leading rusher before Kenneth Hall?" Do you know the answer to that? What former Super Bowl star no. was the single season all-time leading rusher before Kenneth Hall? I don't know the answer to that. I don't. Hmm. Well, I know. I we can. I don't know. Kenneth Hall. Kenneth Hall has, in my mind, been forever and always. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. guess there was a time before 1950 that you know that he was. Uh, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll okay. Something uh, no, I will. Um, out today. There it is. Um, all right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Please wash your hands. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfall.com. Our thanks once again to David Bowden, the head coach of Fort Worth North, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs>